So the big question is this. How do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to The Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back. So <clears throat> this is the last episode I'm going to be recording before I go to Funnel Hacking Live. So I leave tomorrow morning at 3.30 and I have to wake up at around like 2, I think. So <clears throat> it's going to be an early morning, but I'll get through it. I'm going to take, I'm going to take a couple naps, a few in the car and then a few on the plane but I really think that this week will be a game changer. I think that this week will be really good for me. And for context, if you guys haven't been keeping up with my uh, podcast, I'm going to Funnel Hacking Live, which is a business conference for entrepreneurs. It's like a four-day live event in person. There's like 5,000 people in attendance. So it'll be fun. And it'll be awesome. But in preparation for that, I actually finished reading Transurfing yesterday, the book Reality Transurfing, the book that I've been reading for the past two months. I just finished, just in time to start The Lynchpin, which is a book by Russell Brunson. And I the reason why I'm starting this book right now it's because it's a fairly quick read. I feel as though I could read it before, I could read it within like a day or two. And I I only spent like 30 minutes on it so far and I already finished like an eighth, one eighth of it. So it's not going to be that long of a read. I'll probably be able to finish it on the plane, if not at the hotel tomorrow. But the reason why I'm reading it is because uh, Russell Brunson wrote it, and he is going to be teaching about that. The linchpin is a basically one of his frameworks, and it's an essential framework for structuring your business. So that's why I'm studying it before, so I can get some background information. And I probably should have studied it like a lot earlier, but this is how I. It, this is just how it happened. But. I want to talk about just life in general. I don't know if it was just from me getting more and more better at meditation or transurfing, understanding it a lot more, or just a combination of the, of the two. Because for the past couple months, I've been reading transurfing for the second time through, and now I'm actually... I actually am applying a lot more of it in real life because the first read through, it was really just me destroying all of my limiting beliefs and it was just destroying my worldview. It was mostly just a read of, is this even true? Instead of, okay, I'm going to implement this. I was like mostly just reading if it was true or not. But basically I see the functionality of my first time reading it as me actually believing it, and then the second time through, me me actually knowing it, like actually taking action and applying the principles and actually seeing them as real, and actually putting them in my brain as knowledge and not just beliefs or information, and that's what I've been doing, like I've been waking up, I've been a lot more present, following coordination a lot more. Just I've been doing a lot more things, and I don't know if it was that. Like it was probably just a combination of them all. But over the past couple of days, I've just been looking at the world a lot differently, and there are moments when I like basically fall asleep and I lose like my guard. I lower my guard, and then I like start going into a like negative thoughts, but those moments are fewer and far further between than they used to be. And so I'm like, and I always catch them like fairly quickly. And I actually, 
really like how I'm looking at the world now because before I kind of just felt trapped. I didn't really know what to do. Like I didn't know, I didn't even know how the world worked and I didn't know how I was going to achieve my goals and I didn't know if my goals were possible. And I didn't really have as big of a vision as I do now. For example, maybe like a year ago, I wouldn't have even known it was possible to become a millionaire. And then, or at least for me, like I, I obviously it was possible for others, but I don't know about me. But now like my beliefs and my just worldview is changing so much. Now it's, it's not, is it possible? It's when is it going to happen? And I'm just like waiting for the mirror to go like start reflecting an image back like because there's a delay period period and like I've been completely changing my mental outlook because now I realize just how important your thoughts are because your thoughts first of all when you kind of let your thoughts go free and you react to physical reality there's no real benefit for you for, to reacting to physical reality. Like there's no benefit to react negatively to your world. But there's an immense amount of benefit if you control your thoughts and send your image out first that you would like send the image in your thoughts that you would like to see first and then let it stream into physical reality. Like that actually has a benefit. And then I also want to talk about energy because there's this one epiphany that I kind of came across. I don't know if it was today or I don't know, but I kind of just in passing came across this thought where in transurfing towards the end, he actually said you have to like direct your energy into a thought like you have to direct your energy into into something for it to become streamed into like streamlined into physical reality and this is what i was thinking about there are energy exercises in transurfing like the fountain exercise where you imagine your energy going up and down your like spine through your meridians And then creating a fountain over and under your head, enveloping you in a sphere of energy. So that energy exercise, me and my friend Franklin actually did like very consistently for like months. And I can't speak for him, but I can speak for, for myself on this regard. I was doing that exercise, but I wasn't directing my thoughts. My thoughts were still like uncontrolled. So I've kind of came to the epiphany that doing that energy exercise is not going to help you. It may even hurt you if you don't control your thoughts because your thoughts. Okay. So the way it works is you take in energy and then you program that energy through your thoughts. And then you like release that, those thoughts, that programmed energy into the universe. So, if your thoughts are already negative, then you're going to be sending out negative energy. But if you increase your energy through doing those exercises and don't control your thoughts, then you're basically going to be sending out an increased expenditure of energy output. So you're basically going to be sending out more and more energy outwards, like negative energy. So that may even be to your detriment. So that's why the negative or the energy exercises you should focus on as a supplement to controlling your thoughts. Controlling your thoughts should be your utmost priority and then you control and then you work on increasing your energy. And that's a mistake that I made because I was increasing my energy through doing those exercises and to be honest, I don't even think that I really felt any more energy from using those exercises. And then, but I wasn't controlling my thoughts and I was just kind of 
the that extra energy was probably being wasted. But now what I'm doing is I'm actually controlling my thoughts a lot more. Now I have this new perspective that when you clean up your thoughts, like if you ask people like, what are, what's your thoughts? Like, are they like random scattered? Like, do they just have a mind of their own? Everyone will say yes. And there's this thing that I, they kind of, this conclusion I came to is a person's world layer is a ref. Well, yeah, a person's world layer is a reflection of their thoughts. Like that's the principle of transurfing, the mirror principle. But you can actually like see, you can actually take a peek inside of someone's thoughts, like their worldview, their like everything that's going on in your head, in their head. You can actually take a peek inside of that simply by looking at their physical reality. If their physical reality is exactly like what they want and it's very like orderly and it's they feel like they're in control of it then they're in control of their thoughts but if they feel like they're the victim of circumstance and they can't really get what they want then they're not in control of their thoughts so if you simply just take control of your thoughts then you'll be able to actually like fix your physical reality that's another thing so i found extreme benefit by visualizing my slide in meditation and i did it for like a few days and then i stopped for a few days because i wanted to focus on getting to focus 10 but then i realized like it's actually beneficial it's actually way better to visualize than not and so i went back into visualizing it but then for the past like one or two days probably like two or probably past two days I haven't been visualizing because I've literally been like asleep or like passed out during my meditations because I've for yesterday I believe it was no Friday and Saturday I did double episodes and yesterday I had I went to the gym and I did some, like, for the past, like, two or three days, I have been getting to bed, like, 30 minutes late. And for context, I go to bed at 6.30, like, literally 6.30 every single day. And it's very consistent. And I went to bed at 7 for the past, like, three days because I was, like, up late editing the past couple episodes of the podcast. And it actually messed me up. Like, it's actually so crazy how much 30 minutes of sleep affected me. Like, it didn't really, I could definitely tell, like, my energy levels were lower throughout the day, but I could especially tell in my meditation because usually during my meditation, I'm, like, awake the whole time, and it's just a matter of me getting, like, my body to be asleep getting a matter of getting my body to fall asleep but for the past couple of days I've literally just been asleep throughout, except for nighttime like the morning and afternoon meditation sessions I've been asleep like the whole time ex- like like until he calls you back so I'm like well it's a 30 minute meditation and I'm awake for the preparatory process but then once it's like a a quiet period then I fall asleep and then I wake back up like towards the last like 10 minutes probably and so I'm like asleep in my meditations and it's not very optimal so I don't know what I'm going to do moving forward because tomorrow I'm going to be waking up like extremely early but I will have like four hours on the plane to take a nap. So that's going to be very good. And there's also another thing. Like I am going, I'm still a senior in high school. So I'm still in school right now. And this is going to be especially amazing experience because I'm still in school and I'm like getting over all these limiting beliefs of this like current worldview that's been placed upon me 
and I'm getting over all of these like this like worldview that is holding me back and the fact that I'm going to be in Florida on my own well with my friend but basically on my own in Florida during school like it's it just shows that you can escape you can escape the rat race like you can control you have the choice like you can control your own destiny like when i was when me and my friend were first like thinking of doing this we both like had no we didn't even think it was going to happen to be honest and even today like even right now as i'm speaking i still can't even think i can't even fathom of the idea like it still does not feel real like to be honest i am not excited simply because i don't know how to get excited because i can't even comprehend of the idea it's so far out of my worldview that i can't even get like i can't even comprehend it but tomorrow's episode like f- episode 71 7 through like 76 i'm all gonna be in florida like i'm gonna be right now when i'm recording this episode it's the 25th of september i believe this episode goes live on the 2nd of of october so that gives me five days i believe five days to five or six okay so for the next like five or six episodes if i find the time like i'm gonna try and find the time i'm bringing my microphone i'm gonna use my friend's computer i'm gonna try and find the time to uh podcast because i have a priority system right now so in my current routine i basically have no time to do anything else i basically have to do my routine And then I go to bed and I just repeat it. Like I have no time to do anything else. And that's my current routine with school. And school only lasts like four hours. But I assume Funnel Hacking Live will be probably like eight hours every day. I assume it's going to be very long every single day. And so I'm going to have to like prioritize certain things that I do every day and every morning in my routine, I'm going to have to prioritize things and figure out what is number one. And for me, number one is podcast. Number two is meditation. And then I'm probably only going to have enough time to podcast and meditate. Like I really, I, as long as I get at least one session of meditation every day and then one podcast every day, I'm going to be a happy camper because that will be enough to document the journey at Florida. And I, that's like only in, that's like only two hours because it takes one hour to record, 30 minutes to meditate. I, I would meditate first and then record. And then about 30 minutes to like edit. But that's pretty much like the plan for Florida. And to be honest, there's this one thing that I was thinking about because for the next, it's probably going to be different on, during Funnel Hacking Live because there's going to be a lot of guest speakers not just talking about like business. But my original, this is one of the things that I was struggling with early on in this show where whatever book I'm studying at that moment, like whatever book I'm reading at that time of recording will greatly affect how the episode plays out. And so my original, like this book, show is meant to be a self-improvement show and I see entrepreneurship as a self-improvement show but I kind of feel a little iffy talking about business because I'm not I don't really know who my dream viewer is like my I don't really know who I'm speaking I don't know who is listening to this I don't know where you guys are in your journeys so I'm not sure if business will be beneficial to talk about so that's kind of where I'm at with that but I think that it will be fine during Funnel Hacking Live because the speakers are going to talk a lot about mindset. So I am I think I'm going to pick up a lot about that because I remember going to the five-day uh, Your First Funnel Challenge and that challenge, 
there was like two guest speakers every day and they all talked about mindset. It was just only mindset. And that was amazing. Like I learned so much just from that. And so I, I assume that there's going to be 30 guest speakers and I believe that they're all going to be talking about mindset. But that's like, that's where I'm at with that. My one mistake that I made when I'm pa- uh, when I bought my ticket was I bought a checked bag, a carry-on bag. Yeah, I bought a checked bag and a carry-on bag when I only needed just a checked bag because you get a free like carry-on, a free personal item which I'm going to be using as well. But honestly, back to what I was talking about, how my current book influences what I talk about. It's very evident and it may be evident in the upcoming days until I go back to like these worldview books that I've been reading because I have been reading Transurfing for the past two months. So I've had something to talk about for the past like 60 episodes probably it was been I've had something to talk about transurfing for the past 60 episodes but I haven't really I like right now I'm just reading the linchpin and I just started it so I'm not really sure like what to talk about here actually I'm just gonna give a lesson on the linchpin so far what he's saying is your business you have to have continuity you have to have reoccurring um reoccurring payments because if you just have like single time purchases then you're not going to be able to profit you're not going to be able to scale your business and also when you want to sell you're not going to be able to sell it for that much and one change that he made was he was originally doing webinars and having his like on the thank you page of the registration, he would like send them to uh, like uh, buy a book or something, just like a a thirty seven to ninety nine dollar offer, and that would kind of recoup uh, the ads advertisement spent, and then whatever he sold on the webinar would just be profit. But what they changed was on the second. After the, on the thank you page, they actually got the people to start their free trial. So that sends them to a, create a free trial. So that is, gets them into their continuity, like reoccurring payment subscription. And then on the webinar, it's also an upsell into a big continuity package, like reoccurring payment. So... That is kind of where I'm at with just chapter one of the book. And again, I'm going to be reading the rest of the book over the following days. And I'll be getting the lessons learned from Russell Brunson himself in person. So that will actually be something. I don't know. Honestly, there's a few thoughts going through my head with that. One thought is... When I am sitting in class, like in a lecture, I don't remember anything. But then, so I'm kind of thinking if I'm sitting in Funnel Hacking Live, I'm not going to remember much. But then again, there's two differences. In class, I don't want to be there. Funnel Hacking Live, I want to be there. In class, the teachers teach kind of, they just say things. But at Funnel Hacking Live, they're going to be telling stories. And stories is exactly how you like remember things. So that's kind of, that's what I'm thinking with that. But I'm actually, right now my current plan, once I'm done with the linchpin and once I'm done with being in the, once I'm done with what what is uh, Funnel Hacking Live, once I'm done with Funnel Hacking Live, when I get home, my current plan is to dive into these 180 books. Um the ultimate reading list for human beings, something that I've been talking about for probably the past like month. And this reading list is something I really want to get into. And that's my current plans right now. But I have a 
a suspicion that my plans may change after Funnel Hacking Live because I'm probably going to want to read more about business and I have a feeling that Funnel Hacking Live may completely shift my mindset again into going into business, like learning more about business because right now I'm not doing anything for business other than podcasts and I'm not doing, to be honest, I'm not really sure if I even have enough time to do anything for business, but then again, that is kind of just excuses because I definitely have time throughout the day. It's just I decide to prioritize different things for different reasons. So I could absolutely free up like a few hours every single day. For example, one change that I'm going to make right away when I get home from Florida is instead of biking all the way home after school to eat and then bike all the way back to the gym and then bike home, I'm just going to go straight to the gym from school and then bike home and then eat. That will be a change. And that's definitely going to save probably like at least 30 minutes to my day just from the bike and from, yeah, just from the bike ride because that's like two less bike rides that I'd have to do. Yeah, two less bike rides. And it takes about like 15 minutes. So yeah, it would save me 30 minutes. And then another thing is... I like there's one thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Right now, I feel as though going to the gym is whole, like it's taken away from business. Even though I did like lower my gym time by a lot, like I'm I used to go to the gym 7 days a week and now I'm going to the gym 4 to 5 days a week. I go to the gym 3 days on, 2 days off. But I, and I have like even cut down my gym time once I'm there to like literally like 25 minutes to 30 minutes. And I still feel as though it's still taken away. So there's one thing that I had heard from uh, my friend saw Hamza video. One of my other friends, actually, not the one that I usually talk about. One of my other friends uh, told me about what Hamza said. He said that. when he was focusing on entrepreneurship, he was only going to the gym once a week just to maintain because he wanted to focus all his time onto entrepreneurship. And he was just going to the gym once to maintain and not, not lose his muscle. So like I heard that when he said that like a month or a few months ago. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to have it all. But I'm not sure if you can actually do that. So, I don't know. I've been trying to have it all. But, like I said, I'm not doing anything for business except for podcasting. Which is very good that I'm podcasting. I feel as though this will help me a lot. But, I don't know. It's There's, there's still like a lot that I could do. But the thing is, I'm not even sure if I magically freed up like five hours a day I'm not even sure what I would do like when I was first getting into this like a couple months ago after I read all of um, Russell Brunson's books I was like flowing with ideas I had so much ideas like if you look back in my notebook a couple months ago I was like writing idea after idea after idea and then now I, I don't even know like where I would start but I could, if I just sat down for a few minutes, I could like figure out where to start. I could figure out like the most optimal way forward. But the thing is, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if it would be the most optimal way forward because I like I've been one quote that I remember from Transurfing is people who are not listening to their heart are not makers and I'm saying maker with a capital M like that's the creator creator of your world there people who uh, don't listen to their heart are not makers they are making mistakes and that's one of the one of the very impactful quotes that I heard and he said it towards the end of the book probably like the last chapter 
so that just shows like how important it is to listen to your heart. And I'm not really sure like how to listen. No, I'm just making excuses. I just have to sit down and figure it out, figure out what to do moving forward. And if you like, if you guys have any product ideas or no, not product ideas. If you guys have any like problems that you're experiencing that that you think I could solve, email me james at ascendmomentum.com. And if I see enough of enough people having the same problem, then I would solve it. And now this is assuming that this is me assuming that people are more people are actually listening to this show, which it, I haven't checked my analytics in a few weeks, so I don't actually know how many people are listening to the show. So could be a lot, could be a little, could be no one. I don't know. But this is like, this is another, like, this is what I'm talking about. I don't know what to talk about right now. And I haven't even, I, j- I was just reading Transurfing yesterday and I don't know what to talk about. Usually I would talk about exactly what I learned in the book today. But I, I didn't read Transurfing. So I'm going to have to figure out some other source stream of information to talk about so I don't just have like terrible episodes where I'm just kind of mumbling along. But I just figured out something to say. This morning I actually went fishing with my dad and we went to up to Lake Michigan and we were... We were at this one part. It's I think it's called Mentros Harbor or Mentros Bay or something like that. It's basically a harbor where a bunch of there's a marina right near it, and we the first time I went fishing. I've only been twice so far. The first time and today, but the first time we went. We went to the same spot, except the way that it is, is it's kind of like a double-sided, uh, let me explain. So there's land on one side, and then there's the lake, and then there's land. So there's kind of like this little island in the middle, but we were on the outside. We were not on the island. So last time we were on the outside, no fish, and my dad decided that we should go on the inside this time. And... It was like a very windy day. It was pretty chilly. Um, I was wearing a sweatshirt and I was kind of shaking. I was shivering a little bit towards the end. But all around, it was was a pretty good experience. And we were, there was this one spot where I was sitting. And I was sitting on this kind of like mini lighthouse where it was like a dock but it wasn't for ships. It was just a dock that extended out for the lighthouse. And then the lighthouse was like, uh, it was on a foundation of cement that was like raised above the dock. So I climbed up to that foundation of cement and I would just sit there. And I, I mean, I was fishing, but I was, I don't really consider what I was doing today fishing I was kind of just sitting there enjoying the the experience the, the day I was sending out my the line but I wasn't really worried too much about a fish if if my line like got a bite then I would obviously but I've never caught a fish even today and didn't catch a fish but I was sitting on the lighthouse and I was just looking out in the lake and the view was amazing so i could see the entire city on the right side and then i saw the entire lake and i couldn't see the other side of the lake because it's like michigan and it's huge so i couldn't see the other side of the lake and the waves were very like they were crashing about they were even crashing like almost up to where i was um so they were very like wild and rapid but I was looking out and where I was standing it was very cloudy and it was like storm clouds it was windy and it was kind of drizzling but it wasn't really raining that much and then so I was sitting in this like 
darkness kind of just enjoying the view is a very awesome view just watching this the waves crashing just sitting there and then i was looking out in the distance like t- uh towards the other side of the lake that i couldn't even see it was like bright it was a very sunny on the other side so it was such an awesome thing it was so cool and um, i didn't have my phone cuz I don't bring my phone places, so I didn't bring my phone with me, but I would have taken a picture of that. That would have been awesome. But I, I'm glad that I didn't bring my phone because it's I wouldn't have had the same experience. That's that's what I noticed. When I have my phone, I'm not present. And even if it's powered off, but if it's in the proximity, then I'm like subconsciously thinking about it and it's sub- subconsciously affecting my thoughts and my actions. But that's, I want to, I want to talk about meditation because meditation has been so valuable for me. I was, I was, I've been meditating for the past like couple months, very consistently, multiple times a day. And I was able to experience that thing today at the lighthouse at the lake and I was I was able to experience that and especially now that I have this new understanding of the world it just was a it was a surreal phenomenal experience because even when I was driving towards even when we were driving to that spot when we were on the car ride there I was like looking out and the world i just see the world so much more different even though i've been i've seen all of these places before i just looked at them differently they just seemed different when i like when i was going today and it just kind of goes to show that i am like moving towards my goals even though i can't really see them even though i can't really see the changes and i am like definitely my worldview is definitely changing and like my lens on life is definitely changing because I was like in awe just looking around at the outskirts of the city. It was, I'm pretty sure it was Lakeshore Drive in Chicago. And it's like amazing looking out at the beaches and all the green, the grass, the lake, like all of that stuff. It was at like seven in the morning, seven thirty in the morning, Monday morning. There was few people out. It was awesome. That's another thing. Just to completely shift the topic, I want to talk about how uh, m- most of my podcasts, I've been having a five-episode like cushion, five episodes scheduled ahead of the time. But right now, for the past couple of days, I've been having a seven-episode cushion simply because I wanted to prepare for Funnel Hacking Live just in case I can't upload for some reason or record. And I actually think that I want to maintain a seven-episode cushion because it's. I feel like it would be a better experience for you guys. Now, let me explain. When I, was, when I had the five-episode cushion, it would... I would say like today's Monday, but the episode wouldn't even like go live until like Sunday or something like that or Saturday. So if you guys are listening live, like like whenever it's released, then it would be hard, harder to keep up with that when it is five days, but seven days, I can say it's Monday. And then you guys will be listening on Monday if you're listening right when it's released. So you'll listen on Monday and then you'll just have an understanding that it's one week in advance. So I think that I'm going to maintain a seven episode cushion because five episodes is fine. It's good, but I feel like it's unnecessarily confusing seven episodes would be better but meditation 
I have still not been able to get a breakthrough in my meditation. I'm just waiting for the day to come where I have a breakthrough. And honestly, I haven't even been really reading much about the gateway experience recently because I haven't really had, I haven't been at school in like since like a couple days. And I usually read it during school because I, what else is there to do at school? Nothing. Um, so I usually read about it at school, but I haven't read about it in a little bit. So maybe I, I don't know. I think I have enough knowledge to achieve focus 10 because right now that's my goal, focus 10, because then once I get focus 10, I can move on to focus 12. And that's what I really want to get to focus 12 and 15 so I can manifest and visualize. And I, I, I assume it's simply just practice. You just got to keep getting at it because there was this one woman that I talked about that I read about on Reddit. She was, a, she is a Buddhist and she'd been meditating consistently for 14 years. She was probably only able to get focus 12 once without the gateway tapes. And then once she got the gateway tapes, she was able to achieve like the, she was able to complete the whole course and get like focus 27 or whatever the last focus level is within like three months. So she had a very strong foundation. So that allowed her to actually like move on to the higher focus levels. So I assume that it's simply just creating a very strong foundation and that's what I'm doing. But I've actually, I've been focusing on the wave one, which is focus 10 but for the past like day or so for the past probably like three or four meditations i've been doing the introduction to focus 12 for some reason i just wanted to change things up even though focus 10 the intro or the free flow focus 10 is more than enough and it's probably more optimal to do that anyways so yeah, I, I'll I'll probably just go back to that. And there's one thing that I was thinking about doing because I only did the <clears throat> like the introduction, the the first tape on the whole set, like wave one, the first tape. I've only done that once, and but all the rest I've done multiple times. And so I'm, and also when I first did number one. I was a brand new beginner at the gateway tapes and now I've been doing the tapes for almost two weeks now. Tomorrow will be two weeks into the gateway tapes. And so I'll have a lot more experience. So I think that I might actually completely restart. Yeah, I'm actually going to do that uh, tonight during my nighttime meditation session, I'm going to restart the tapes completely. Start at number one, the introduction, which doesn't even get to focus 10. It just gets to focus three. And it's like the, they basically introduce you to Hemisync. So I'm going to do that tonight because I want to actually restart it now with the better knowledge. Cause I feel like I was kind of just rushing through it originally because I wanted to just get focus 10 over with and then get to focus 12. But it obviously it obviously takes a little bit more work than that. So I'm going to restart it. And plus, it'll be a benefit because I want, I'm definitely going to be giving the headphones and the CD player to my friend a few times this week to let him use it. Because he's never used it before. And I feel like he would like it a lot. So I'm definitely going to be letting him borrow that especially since he's gonna be letting me borrow his computer for like an hour and a half every day hopefully <laughs> we haven't like set up schedules yet but i'm definitely gonna be prioritizing that like that's my biggest priority getting that done but man this episode has been like the first episode in like a long time that i haven't really had anything to talk about so I guess this is part of the journey, like having dry spells, like not really knowing what to talk about, but I'm going to have to figure out a solution to this quickly because 
I assume that I'm going to have so much to talk about over the following week, like over the f- next five days, but for the time being like today, and I don't want it to get back to this when I get back from Florida. So it's kind of just like me just talking about random stuff. You know, I'm just going to explain some transurfing because when in doubt, go back to transurfing. In reality transurfing, that is the probably the most foundational book that I've ever read. It, it basically explains the way the world works and how to like how to kind of maneuver yourself in that in, in the environment of the world and maneuver yourself in such a way to where you you can actually gain more control than you otherwise would not have had. And I just learned about transurfing six months ago. And it's absolutely changed my life. Only six months. I'm only 18. I have my entire life ahead of me. And I'm definitely going to be reading about it a lot more in the future. Especially because the first book that I'm going to be reading when I get back, my current plan is the, uh, my current plan for when I get back, I'm going to be reading a book called Dancing After the Music Stops. Now, I'm going to be reading seven books at once, but that's a whole thing. But one of the books is going to be called Dancing After the Music Stops. And in that book, it's a guy who actually discovered, um, he read that entire reading list that I was talking about. He it was actually the person who compiled that reading list, the 180 books, the ultimate reading list for human beings. He compiled it. He said Transurfing is the foundation to that reading list and the foundation to life. I bought his book. I read the introduction and I actually read the table of contents and he has an entire chapter dedicated to reality Transurfing. So I'm going to be reading more about it in that book. And plus another, okay, this is actually huge because I was actually worried that I was going to kind of, uh, all of my transurfing knowledge and mindset and worldview was going to atrophy because when I first read transurfing the first time through after I finished, I kind of just forgot about it slowly but surely. And like my actions definitely affected, were definitely going back to my old habits but I wasn't I just kind of switched to business books and I didn't really think about transurfing at all or read about it anymore but what I'm what I'm trying to when I my current plan of the books I'm going to read in the future when I get back from Florida are I said I was going to have seven books because there's the reading method that the guy who wrote Dancing After Music Stops, who also compiled the reading list, he said that if you pick up seven books at once, read read one until you lose focus, and then switch to the next, and then repeat that, and then interspersed with push-ups every once in a while, and you can like read a book a day using that method. So he, apparently that method is extremely efficient at reading books, so I'm definitely going to be trying that out. And I actually have, I already have the first two books in that seven book set called, one is called Dancing After Music Stops, which I just talked about. Another is called Die Wise, but I already bought those two. They're already here, but there's five more that I'm going to be reading. And one of them is called Toofty the Priestess. And it was basically... It's another book by Vadim Zellin about transurfing. And it's my friend read, listened to the audiobook and he's basically saying that he basically said that it's like how to actually apply it and how Vadim Zellin would actually go about applying that transurfing technique in real life. So I'm definitely going to be still learning more about transurfing, especially because it's going to be in Tufti the Priestess an entire book dedicated to transurfing by Adam Zellin, the person who actually coined the term. But also, 
or the person who's the author of the book, Reality Transurfing, but also in uh, Dancing After the Music Stops, there's a chapter about it, so he's probably going to be referencing it throughout the book, and in the second set of seven. So the way it's going to work is I'm going to get seven books, and then like as books are finished, as I finish books, because they're probably not all going to get finished at the same time, as I finish books... I'm just going to replace them with a new one. And what I'm thinking of doing is when I when I finish Toofty, I'm going to replace it with It Foot, which is basically like the prequel to Toofy. So that's another transurfing. And then eventually, depending on where I'm at, I'm going to replace It Foot with depending if I actually feel I want it or not, I'm going to replace it foot with the um, 78 days of transurfing. And I'm pretty sure that would be all of his books. There might be another one that I'm missing, but because currently I've only read one of his books, but there are like three other books, Toofty, It Foot, and then 78 Days, Beginner's Guide or something like that. And I've only read one of the bo- his books twice, and it's changed my life. So it just makes sense to read the rest of his books. And I assume, like my... All right, so let me explain this. There's something that I discovered. For the first, like, year of me reading... Or no, let's say first six months of me reading, I was really just reading about mainstream stuff. Even, no, even like the first year. Like, m- my entire time reading I've only been reading mainstream like classic books like how to win friends influence others way the superior man's breath um the oxygen advantage all all these books are just like they're good books but they're just normal basic books that most people read but the one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this reading list is because these books I've never even heard of before and they're not mainstream. They're like, they're definitely kind of esoteric, I think. Now, I've never heard of them before, so that's not to say that they are not mainstream, but they're not like classic books that I've seen on anyone's reading list. Like, Hamza's reading list, MJ DeMarco's reading list, like all these reading lists that I followed when I first, because when I first started getting into reading, I would follow other people's reading lists. So I had a basic idea of many different books that are kind of common amongst all of these people. And this ultimate reading list like has the first hundred books, none of them are like common, but like the last like 80 books, a lot of them are common. So like the way the spirit man is in that, like 48 laws of power. I read half of that. I didn't really like it, but that's in the ultimate reading list. So I'm, I'm going to like read the first hundred books for sure, because those I feel are the most valuable. And then the last, like, 80 books I feel I'm gonna read but not like they're not maybe not I don't know I don't want to make a whole plan for 180 books because that's a lot of books I've only read like maybe 30 books so far I've only been reading for a year but with this new reading method of this reading method of reading a book a day then I don't know maybe we'll see how we'll see Especially because in December, literally, when I get back from Florida, it'll be October. So October, November, December. Literally like two and a half months and I'm graduated. I'm done with school because I'm graduating early first semester. So I already have a half day, but I'm also in two and a half months, I'm out of school. So I'll have so much more time. And if I can get like a lot of books in, I mean, honestly, what I've been doing for the past year of me just getting so much books in and reading so much books has absolutely changed my life. And I haven't really done much.
like just reading Transurfing twice changed my life, even though I haven't really done much. Just reading The Secrets Trilogy once by Russell Brunson changed my life, even though I haven't even done much. Like all I've done so far, the only thing that I actually took action on consistently, like I've taken action on, I built funnels before, I've built some stuff. Like I actually went in, I reading those books caused me to expand my comfort zone because I wanted to build funnels for others. So I went through that whole comfort zone challenge of going into businesses. So that like helped that changed my life as well. But the biggest thing that's changed my life is this podcast. I, I haven't made a single penny off of this podcast and it's changed my life because if you record 70 episodes every once one episode every single day for 70 days like even less than 70 days even on like day 50 or 40 or 30 I knew that I knew how valuable it was because I'm actually starting to find my voice and I haven't had really anything much of value to speak on for this past hour yet I was able to fill up the time with a lot of different tidbits of knowledge and a lot of different things. That is simply because I've practiced 70 times. I practiced 70 times and it also helps reading, like learning a lot. Like I probably would not have had nearly as much success with this podcast on a personal level as I have had if I didn't read as well because all of these episodes like there's eight episodes simply dedicated to one book transurfing i've recorded eight episodes dedicated to transurfing that's a lot and a lot of episodes like i'm pretty sure like probably 80 percent of my episodes i've talked about transurfing maybe even more and so that book is amazing like if you guys have not even bought it, what are you doing? You got to go buy it right now. I actually want to tell you a story about how one of my friends, uh, he actually is a junior. So I'm a senior, he's a junior. And he has been, it's evident that he's been on self-improvement for quite some time, maybe like a few months, maybe a year. I don't know. I don't, I don't know his story, but it's evident that he's been on self-improvement and I am ahead of him, but I am a year older than him. So let me explain. He, okay, so actually I'm ahead of him in current time, but he's actually ahead of me. So when I was, let's compare me to him at the same age. So let's trans. let's teleport me back one year ago today and then uh, compare that person to him he has read a bunch of books already so i and he just started transurfing i didn't start transurfing until like six months ago so i wouldn't have started transurfing for another six months but he is six months ahead of me on that so he's definitely gonna have a lot of progress because he started reading Transurfing a couple days ago and I can already tell that many things are changing in him. He is definitely changing as a person and it's very good because one of his friends that I don't really know, but I saw him, but my friend Franklin knows him and he came up to us and came up to Franklin and said like, hey, what's up the other day? And then it would have been awkward if he didn't say hi to me. So he was like, hello. Um, and then I'm just going to say it's George. George is the person's name of the person who's on self-improvement who's ahead of me, but not really, um, that I was just talking about. And he was like, hey, George Brainwasher. <laughs> so that is it, the fact that he said that, it's just extremely evident that I'm really excited for like that just shows how valuable uh, transurfing is because I've just told George about transurfing and that's it. And I don't know. 
so take that story with what you will because I basically forced George to I basically went on Amazon for him and then had him purchase it with me standing in front of him so if I could do that with you I would so buy it just get transurfing alright so to wrap things up don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show but before you guys leave make sure to look up at the sky.